0: four three two one welcome to the podcast welcome to everything you need to know about music essential album series where tonight we're going to be doing an album that is ranked number 150 on the 500 greatest albums of all time list from rolling stone and i'm sitting tonight with my friends mike say hello mike hello and kevin hello listeners and hello jason thank you so much Thanks for being here. Um, 150, huh? Number 150 and moved up in the recent ranking to 149. Big move upward. <laughs> oh, so eight years later, because yeah. 148. Yeah, exactly. Um, the reason I'm doing this one tonight is because not only do I love the album, and I think it's an unappreciated album from a group that I know that you know. You definitely know who this person is. But it reminded me when the last podcast that we did... We were talking on one of your tangents, Kevin, about the jazz album. Yes. And you had said, how can the... Per-, and, and that was the comedian that was kind of playing along with very experienced jazz musicians yep. and just basically tinkering on the piano. How does he know what, what to play? And it kind of works and kind of doesn't. Wait, so there's no way that album by H. Sean Benjamin is ranked number one? No, correct. The no, correct. No, absolutely not. It <laughs> only made me... You had made the comment that maybe it was in C and they could, right. he could play all of the white keys. Yes. And I said, "You know what? We need to talk about modes." Oh. So tonight, I want to talk about modes real quick for about 1 minute and then get into an album that I think totally explains and personifies what a certain mode sounds like. Okay. Cool. Yes. All right. So modes, if we were to take The key of C, and we were to play C, D, E, F, G, A, B, C. That's one octave. Those are eight notes. Make an octave. That's why it's octave, or oct, meaning eight. You could play all of those white keys on a piano because there's no sharps or flats. Right. Right? Okay. Okay. So that mode, which is the first mode, is called the Ionian mode. Okay? You don't need to know why. You don't need to know. It's not that big a deal. But there's no sharps or flats in the Ionian mode. The second mode is the Dorian mode, okay? And it goes Dorian, Phrygian, Mixolydian, Lydian, yep, number five, Mixolydian, okay. Aeolian, Locrian, etc. Don't, you don't, I don't, you don't re- need to know any of those. Wait, are we getting a Latin lesson kind in addition of, to, kind to um, of music lesson? I, I, I think it's Greek. Oh. I think it might be Greek. Actually, I think you're right. Yeah. Um, anyway, what's the point of this? Okay, so if you were to go do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, do... In that order, you're in the first mode that's Ionian. If you were to go instead of do, re, mi, if you were to start at re and go re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, do, re, that would be the Dorian mode. Got so it. if you literally just move one note up in the scale that you're playing, you're in a different mode. Okay, gotcha. Each mode sounds a little different because it changes Kind of where the home is. It changes the tonal center. And if there's one person that personifies the Dorian mode, it is this band, this person that we're going to talk about tonight. Now, Dorian, no sharps or flats, right? Uh, no, or, 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 it does. It does. It does. Okay. And so in fact, it's a one. minor mode. So you're, so if you were in C and I, in Ionian, D would be Dorian. If you started on D, D and went D to D, 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 D as an octave, D. Gotcha, okay. because of where you'd have to play, there would be minors, and it's a minor minor tonality. All right, so, so this guy's the Dorian. Correct. Gotcha. Any guesses? By the way, just for fun, <laughs> it's not Roy Orbison. No, it's handle. not. It's not. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to play you one of the songs off of the album. The last track of the album. And I'm going to just see when you know who it is. Because I'm going to guess that you know just... And maybe it's a song you've heard of, but I'm guessing you probably haven't. But I'm going to say you're going to know by the way that it sounds, you're going to know who it is. Okay? Do we say who it is or are we just saying, you can hey. say who it exa- is? Or do yeah. I say, yes, hey, I know who it is. Absolutely, say who it is. Okay. So this album came out August of 1969. And only nine songs on the album. This particular band was more of a... Let's call them jazz fusion, experimental kind of music for the day and really leaned. I feel like somebody taught them the Dorian mode and they said, let's just go with this all the way through and kind of carried through this person, this band's entire career. So they started as a jam band, which Kevin, I know you love. Only half, in fact, I think a little bit less than half of this album, which is the band's first album in 1969, has lyrics on it. It's mostly instrumental. So song number nine, where we're going to start, we're going to actually go backwards. We're going to go from nine and work our way up to one, so backwards in order, is this song. All right, tell me if and when... You know this You know I've listened to all 500 albums Okay, more well, then you would have I, had this one. I know It's not ringing a bell yet No, this is track 9, so it's at the end I listen to all the albums all the way through Okay Santana, there you go Carlos Santana. Is this not sound like Carlos Santana? We haven't heard a guitar yet. Once the guitar comes in, you know, for sure. Okay. 1969. Listen to the back and forth between him and Greg Raleigh, who plays the Hammond B3, that organ. I almost want to say... Listen. I can't sit still. I can't sit still to this song. I want to say that as good as Carlos Santana is on the guitar, and he's one of those definitely, you know, top 25 guitarists of all time. It's almost a organ band as much as he is yeah. a guitar band That's because cool. that, that Hammond B3 sound, that gritty, distorted organ is always so present and so important. Let's well, just listen to this. All in the Dorian mode. All If you were to play these notes, it's it's d minor pentatonic and the and the d dorian the whole, the whole way pent- through the entire album it's almost comical but it works so good so if you like this you like the entire album <laughs> yeah, right it's so so good let me go to let me go to a spot real quick he, he stays in his lane yeah listen to this theme back and forth listen to this little this little four note watch this so he mirrors it with the guitar he goes up a third on the guitar. And then he goes up a fifth. Watch. And just, they do this. This song is, in total, almost seven minutes long. They got really popular because in 1969, when they did Woodstock, they mm-hmm. were one of the bands that absolutely people had no idea who they were. They kind of filled in at the last moment and killed it. Right? And they became so popular. This was one of the highlights of that festival. This is called Jingo, track number five. Jingo. Now listen to the similarities of this last song I just played and this one. Did you say the name of the album or the it? It's Santana. Just it's just, just Santana. Santana. Self title. Yep. Self This oh, is I'm Santana. Nice. Okay. Yep. There's that organ. So if you like Latin, jazzy, like just kind of bands that are just kind of jam bands with a little electric guitar, (laughs) this album is for you because it's the whole way through. the whole way through. Give me, give me one more minute of this because it's so, so good. All Dorian, all Dorian Mahal, Dorian. all of it, the whole way through. If, if I didn't tell you who it was, I mean, you, you'd know. Obviously, you guessed. Mikey, would you know? I would have got it a couple seconds after Kevin, and I don't know right? that much Santana. Right? Okay. Do you know the songs yet or no? Because there's a few I know you'll Jingle. know. Oh, yeah. you know Jingo. Okay, good. All right. And this is where the lyrics are. That's it. Right, right. Now All is right. that Santana singing? Because I know he doesn't sing. He honestly. doesn't sing. He right. does backing vocals, so he will sing in that group setting. Okay. But it's Greg Raleigh who does most of the of the singing of the for singing. the band. Yeah. Alright, track four, savor. That's how it starts. Again all of the same mother right all from the same spot it's a great beat great beat i mean you can't help it and and i've always thought of santana because of that distinct guitar you always know that it's him um but until you mention the organ you're right i mean that is such a critical part of his music a a huge part of all the songs yes that dirty gritty hammond b3 that greg raleigh is known for doesn't get the credit it deserves though it's so so good all right so that's Saver I've got to go quick on these so I'm not going to spend too much time on this But we have to go to track number two Which was their huge hit Which put them really on the map Which was this one Evil Ways. Evil Ways And it's almost in comparison So cleaned up Yeah Compared to the jam band type style Of the other Latin stuff that they do But it's still such such a great song The, the percussion is less prevalent Correct say, right? Yes, agreed yeah a great song so great yeah so what i'll challenge you to do if you can is two things on this one if you if you like that style of music which i'm a big latin uh fan so those beats are just they kind of hit me in a certain way right and if you like that this album top to bottom is fantastic yeah. so go through it but secondly and and more importantly if you can pull up a couple of their live recordings like uh the Woodstock festival uh show yeah. and a couple of other live ones from that time and play some of these songs cuz these are the songs that they really started with yep they're even better live the energy and the chemistry that they that these guys have on stage is amazing and it right. doesn't come through in like a song like like evil ways cuz it's almost like cleaned up and pro- and produced some of the stuff that they do on stage is incredible. They're jumping around. They're clearly, let's say, uh, inebriated in some way. They're enjoying themselves more so than the audience. It's awesome to watch. The energy that they have is fantastic. How big's a percussion section? Do you know? Congas, must bells, be a punch, right? Yeah. I mean all these different kinds of drums African style rhythm beat drum things I mean it's just all over the place every one of the band members and there's sometimes like on the Woodstock thing there'll be like 15 different guys just hanging out doing stuff clapping jumping around it the energy is is spectacular so it's really really cool all right so with that I know we we don't want to do these too long so I just want to say if you like Santana and you like that kind of a style please check out their first studio album self-titled Santana 1969 because I think you'll really really like it so it's not to say thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time